This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to a throwback episode of The Complete Guide to Everything. So we were in the middle of recording this week's episode about the iPod, the 20th anniversary of the iPod. And literally in the middle of the episode, Tim's wife went into labor uh, and he had to go take care of that. So uh, that left us with only half an episode. We put that up on our Patreon. Um, but this week we are thrown back to 2014, an episode called Raising Children. To see uh, what what uh what the ideas we had back in 2014, especially Tim, about uh, how easy or hard it will be to raise a child, and uh, then we'll uh, we'll see accordingly with how well he does. Congratulations to Tim and his wife and their new baby, uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. Well, I'll be back next week with uh, some interesting content. We'll see you then. I'll see you then. Not Tim. Tim's taking some time off. I'll be back. Don't worry. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. Tim, you're, you got a big grin on your face. No, you just uh, your chair made a noise right before you started recording, and uh, I'm five years old. <laughs> sounded uh, like a fart to you. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was the chair. I had to swivel after I pressed it a little, you know, behind the scenes. Uh, the computer is not in front of me. It's to my side to press record Real on it. fascinating stuff, Tom. And then turn the chair. And it's tricky because sometimes it makes a noise. It sounds like a fart. But luckily, comedy podcast, just add, you know, just uh, another spice in the mix. Exactly. If somebody thinks they heard a fart. In this case, only you did. But you liked it, so... Yeah, you know. I did. I, you saw the big grin on my face. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing this week, Tim? I'm a little upset. Why are you upset? This whole Bieber thing. Uh, what about him? Oh, he's in trouble. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about that. I care that grown-ups are, are freaking out about this thing. Well, you're a grown-up. I know, and I'm get I'm not get I'm getting angry at the fact that if I <laughs> you're turn a grown up and you're upset about it. I'm not too upset about that. I'm upset about people's reaction to it. Like you turn on the news mm-hmm. and you see a video of some 19 year old who got a DUI. Like you see video footage of his like uh, of his deposition or whatever. It's like. I don't need to see that. You know how many scumbag 19-year-olds get pulled over every day for DUI? Yeah. Uh, Especially in Florida. Exactly. 100,000 a day in Florida. <laughs> wow. That's quite a statistic. We're in Florida where 19-year-old jackasses go to be jackasses. Yep. And so, they've got Disney World. Yeah. Imagine they didn't have Disney World, Tom. We would have. It would have been like that uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon where he cuts Florida off with a saw years ago. We would just let him uh, float out to sea. I. I mean, not even that. Just like the the weather. Who wants to deal with all that? It's all humid all the time. Oh, well, people like that though. It's it's hot. Weirdos Snowbirds. like that. You like that, Tom? Yeah, right? I like You're, that. You like like really hot, humid weather. Um, I don't like. You're a creep, right? Humidity. Um, actually, hate I hate uh, here in New York City uh, when it gets uh, like super humid in the summer. When it's like hundred degree humidity, and you just feel like you're swimming around. Hundred percent humidity. Yeah, hundred degree weather. And a hundred percent humidity. Yeah. Wow. Hundred 
couple that's, of hundred. That's life under the sea for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, have you ever been somewhere like uh, you know with a quote unquote dry heat like the desert? Um, no, I've like never Arizona. been to the desert. You ever been to the desert? You know what? I don't really notice weather too much, or I I notice like that I'm uncomfortable and mm-hmm. that it's either hot or cold. <laughs> But, like, I don't distinguish between, like, oh, it's a dry heat or, like, oh, this humidity. I'm always just like, damn, I'm hot. Uh, you should go to the desert sometime and feel what that's like because it's, uh, it's, it's weird when you're used to uh, humid heat because it's a different, it is a different kind of heat. I've been all around this but world. But it's not, it's not the, like, when people are like, oh, but it's a dry heat, you know, that old, that old cliche. Where it's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's They're still... just trying to say that cowboys weren't that tough. <laughs> uh no it's still bad it's bad but you can breathe that's the difference because you're not breathing in water again i'm half fish i have gills as well as lungs Tom. like no you you're you're getting yourself confused with kevin costner's character in Waterworld again every week i remind you and i have to remind you the movie Waterworld was based on my life, a well, true story. No, it took place in the future, so it couldn't have. It took place, it was, the man met me in the future after all that stuff happened. <laughs> what man? This The screenwriter. Okay. Wrote the screenplay, brought it back to Kevin Costner mm-hmm. in 1996, and was like, I got this perfect story, which is why I still have not received any royalties from it, because it was written by a time traveler. He time traveled, not you. He did. Yeah, no. I so was how a, do you know about this? Hmm? How do you know about this? Well, I time traveled to the future. With him? He he had to find me. He got some bum legal advice. He had a crappy uh, lawyer uh-huh. who was like, oh, you got to get Tim to, co- to sign off on this. After all, it is his story. Okay. Right? And uh, he came to me, and I was like, really, all this happened to me? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, watch, I'll show you. And he brought me to the future, Okay. showed me all the stuff that <laughs> happened in Waterworld. He's like, look, gills and uh, lungs, and uh, there's a, a water crisis or something. I, well, it's, there's too much water. That's the crisis. Exactly. And then I was no like, fresh oh, water. okay. And then I uh, we came back, and I was like, well, I'm not signing that paper un- until I get a payday. And his lawyer was like, he can't prove that it's him. He got a different lawyer in the interim. No. His first lawyer uh, tragically died. Well, probably because of something he changed, you know, uh, butterfly effect. That's not a thing I found out while traveling through time. Well, it's not a thing if you go to the future and change something. So what you're saying is he wrote the screenplay, came back here, mm-hmm. and then he had an interaction with me. I'm saying this guy's changing gotta... the trajectory of my life, so that will never actually happen to me. Uh, maybe, possibly. Because now you know what's what's gonna happen. I yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the movie though. Oh okay. So well, I think that like spoiler alert: the whole world becomes. Well, stop it! Full stop it! But now this is gonna now the butterfly effect is gonna come into play, and I can't know that because I could rip the space time continuum. Here's another spoiler. No, don't tell me gonna... any. This is why I can't know Waterworld spoilers, Tom. You're gonna have to drink your own urine. Stop it! That happens in the movie. Oh no! Yeah, I can. I can see uh, my siblings disappearing from the picture right he, now. He puts them in. Uh, he puts them in like a coffee maker, and then he drinks uh, the oh, the pee pee. His own pee pee. I can't know this. This the the fate of the world is at oh, stake I'm just, here. I'm just trying to look out for a friend who's gonna have to drink his own pee pee one <sighs> oh, day. Maybe not now. Maybe now that I know this. Well, then you're welcome. That's true. 
Thank you. So Bieber, Bieber yeah. talk, Tom. Yeah. This week on Bieber talk. Yeah. Previously um, on Bieber talk. So it's fine. You go on Twitter a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You read tweets. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that I'm just like Justin Bieber? Are you trying to put me and him in the same category because he goes on Twitter? No. Um. What? Yeah. Most of the people you follow, children mm-hmm. or adults, um, tweens, teens. I would or say. I don't, I don't think I follow one uh, tween or teen yeah, on Twitter. No children, right? No. Um. What monopolized your Twitter <laughs> feed in in terms of conversation? Man, Justin Bieber jokes. Yeah, DUI. Justin, like, what? What people need to realize, mm-hmm. and I think people do realize this, but Justin Bieber and his ilk are famous mm-hmm. because they're relevant to young people. Yeah. Right. That that drives pop culture, right, as mm-hmm. a whole, right, and that's always been the case. Yeah, be it uh, the Backstreet Boys, In Sync, even Nirvana, right, all that stuff. And the Beatles, the Beatles, relevant to the young Beatles. people, and it will remain relevant. I like that one, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. With the Beatles, it's them introducing themselves in unison. Um. I don't think the, they ever actually. You know what? On it's Ed's, one of those on things. The Ed Sullivan show. It's one the, of those the, things the they never the actually Ed... referred to themselves as the Beatles. It's kind of like how in uh, Re- uh, Return of the Jedi, uh-huh. how they never say Ewok in it. But we all know exactly. It's like the Beatles never referred to themselves as the Beatles. Uh, you I... cannot find uh, like an interview with Paul McCartney when he says like, "Oh, my <laughs> well, time when in, the I was in the Beatles." Yeah, no, never. Wow, that's, that's just something that's like that's a weird kind of. It's in the ether kind of thing. And, and, and countless... Hathaway is never called Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises. It's it's just like that. It's a Catwoman uh, Ewok situation. Uh, it's weird. It's weird trivia. I think you'd hear that more. Yeah. I mean, also, not a lot has been written about the Beatles, so I don't yeah. know why that would come up ever. Yeah, a lot of it's just hearsay and rumors. Yeah. It's like, it's basically... Water cooler talk. Yeah. Like, have you ever actually heard a Beatles song? Probably no. not. You've heard, you feel like you have because there's, you know, mm, the Everybody's the talking about them talk, all the time at the water but cooler. I don't think, I think maybe... Like two or three times in history, Beatles songs have actually been broadcast. Now, why is that? You know what? Nobody really knows. It's they're very hard to find the oh, actual hard to come records. By. Yeah. Rare. Yeah. Mm. So like, only a co- and the thing was, they just as soon as they issued them mm-hmm. back in the sixties, these records, it was like if you missed out, then mm-hmm. there was no opportunity to like. The, they, buy them they again. They thrown were never, out all the masters because yeah, they, they were like, "Oh, masters. we thought that was all we had to make." Exactly. We were trying and to it clear turned space. out to be fine for them, right? Because yeah. they threw out all the masters, so like you might be able to find an old, old vinyl of a Beatles album. But like that's it. Yeah. That's really all that's ever. But, a lot of them were scratched up in the eighties when everybody was into scratching. Exactly. So it's hard to find one that's not all scratched. Hip hop guys just uh, yeah. ruined the Beatles legacy. That's what happened. It's a well, shame, really. I mean, you can't fault them. They didn't. It didn't have the name of the band on the. On it was the, all white label. The, all white label. Yeah. yeah, just looked like a generic record. Exactly. Just sounds, you know, like a train, you know, sound effect album. Trains, farts, ding dongs. 
A bell. That's what. <laughs> ding is ding dongs. What you yeah. call bells? <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of sound by... effects records that just have bells ringing on them. I, I call things by the sound they make. <laughs> call dogs woofies. <laughs> Cats meows. <laughs> woofies. Um. So if you're over 25 and you're making a Bieber joke, or if Bieber is relevant to your life at all, that's not like. Tom, were our parents were they like uh like oh that uh that Donnie from New Kids on the Block. <laughs> yeah. And he's really you know what? I have an opinion. I, I have an opinion about his behavior and how he's a bad egg and I'm going to get outraged about it. Um I remember my in public. I remember my dad having some opinions about Marky Mark and uh the funky bunch. Oh, about the pants being too low yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. This kind of pokes a hole in my theory. Yeah, but what? But you know what? But that's no, just no, like no. A... But like uh, Tom Brokaw wasn't like Marky Mark <laughs> and the Funky Bunch. But like, are I'm they sure. too funky? Exactly. They. If anything, maybe they were concerned that uh, that Marky Mark was too funky, yeah. or the Funky Bunch was. Yeah. Has there been like uh, a refugee from the Funky Bunch, or like <laughs> you, you they, know how like uh, they weren't a country. Like uh, the Fly Girls will forever be known as oh, that's where Jennifer Lopez got her start. Oh yeah, is well, there? That's where Marky Mark got his. Yeah, start. I know that, but like Mark the Wahlberg. F- but no, you don't say. <laughs> uh, but there was nobody in the Funky Bunch. Like that I don't was like, think so. I think the Funky Bunch was it just his dancers? Was it the people hey, making the, the music? Fly Girls were just dancers tom if you want to demean them and well i'm just saying like uh if they were just dan- like were they do you have the same dancers in the music videos as he did on uh the albums and on the tours yeah i think the they were the the bunch the funky bunch, bunch. funky bunch the aforementioned funky marky bunch. mark and his funky bunch yeah because and gentlemen. if they were just random guys i don't think like how do you know you're gonna get funky guys you know, mm-hmm. like if you just do a casting call, like we need dancers, then really? you can you cannot in good conscience say this is the funky bunch. You have to say like this is the bunch, some of whom <laughs> might be funky <laughs> may or may not be yeah, funky. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, maybe it was just Marky Mark and the bunch, and they were waiting in like a green room, and one of them let a fart rip, and somebody came. And they were like, "Oh God, it's funky in here." And they were like, "Oh, that's pretty good, Marky Mark." And his funky bunch, okay. And then that's who they were from then on. Isn't it weird that uh, Mark... All Wal- your origin stories start <laughs> with a, a, a fart joke, Tom? Pretty much. Uh, I mean, you go back through his... Read a history book, Tim. Um, Marky Mark, or Mark Wahlberg, as he prefers to be called now. Um, it's weird that he's uh, like... A, uh, one of the most successful entertainers. You know, he was a model, he was a musician, and now he's a famous actor. And he's he stinks. He doesn't have any talent. He does. He does. This is what I also hate. What? Everybody being like, oh, all these people, they have no talent. Like Justin Bieber, this talentless little. The thing is, Justin Bieber is actually super talented. Who? Yeah, like any any of these child stars. You watch uh, watch that video of him uh, drumming as a little yeah, I kid. Yeah, he's a mediocre drummer, but <laughs> but he was like six years old in that. So I know. Look, you can find a million YouTube videos of of six year old drummers ripping it up. That's fine. Look, good, great. Mm-hmm. He's not like a prodigy or whatever, but or maybe he was. But there are a million prodigies. 
But people with these pop stars, like, oh, they're just talentless. It's like, you know what? He got pulled over for a DUI in a Lamborghini. Yeah, and he was racing a Ferrari. Yeah. No, no, it was a Lamborghini. But he was racing against a Ferrari. No, I thought it was two Lamborghinis. Oh, I don't know. Which makes it cooler. <laughs> yeah. Um, that guy, I mean, he's living the dream that I had on my uh, Trapper Keeper folders. Exactly. Now, all these people, all these grownups are like, oh, what a talentless... Uh, talented enough up. to get a Lamborghini. Yeah, exactly. Uh, were you? Did you have a Lamborghini when you were 19 years old? Because yeah. if you were, because that's what you wanted. Right, and, and if you had that and $300 million... You'd probably get arrested for a DUI uh, <laughs> raising in a Lamborghini too, yeah. uh, and guess what? You'd have no regrets. Right, they shoo some uh, bikini model off the hood. Exactly. Hey, get out of here! Hey, Tony Katane, get off the uh, <laughs> get off my my Lambo. I gotta race it. Exactly, I got. And also, he was doing it in the safest way possible, except for being drunk <laughs> and high. <laughs> but he was at least that he had his entourage block off the street. Mm-hmm. But here's what I'm saying. The kid's a piece of crap, right? Yeah. But, but he's a kid. He's 19. why do we care? There's yeah. t- Most teenagers I meet are complete pieces of crap. And guess what? Uh, a bunch of... a bunch. All this proves, like, are we going to win a medal, everybody everybody on Twitter, for pointing out that, like... Uh, if you give a teenager uh, hundreds of millions of dollars and, uh, yeah. you know, fame and fortune and... Uh, no responsibility that, yeah, they're going to... He's got a lot of responsibility, Tom. To he the does. Believers. No, he's got a, a lot of responsibility. He had to go, like, he he has more of a full-time job than I've ever had, right? That's true. He's always on. Yeah, since they're, like, uh, going on tour, like, mm-hmm. and performing for a couple hours a night, that's a, that's a grueling and enterprise. He's got to do press. Exactly. <clears throat> Uh, record albums, do interviews. Exactly. He has to go on Saturday Night Live and not understand any of the jokes that he's asked to deliver. <laughs> um, but also, like, or the other thing is, like, but then yeah, when teenage get... girls like dicks. I went to high school. I know this, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, th- all right, he's popular to teenage girls. That does not make him relevant to, like, Andrea Mitchell on MSNBC. Like, yeah. That shouldn't be, or or like, you know, Joe Smith on Twitter, who's thirty five years old. Guess mm-hmm. what? Save your jokes for for a more willing target, not a more uh, a more uh, appropriate target. Yeah. Right. Uh. Yeah. It's just kind of. Um... We're celebrating this guy's downfall. Fine. He's a dick. It's not his downfall, by the way. Yeah. No. He's uh, gonna be fine. It's going to be fine. He's going to do I mean, some community service, and uh, he'll be back uh, racing around his Lambo. through it like he does on his uh, SNL hosting. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. He's mugging through that mug shot. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did it. You know, anything he did, you guys would have wagged your finger at. Yeah, because he's a, he's a shithead 19-year-old who got pulled over for a DUI, and he's mm-hmm. entitled, and he's crappy. Yeah. Congratulations! Uh, you pointed out that this, guess what? This guy, in one week, has done more than you will ever do in your life in terms of having fun. <laughs> Drunk driving a Lamborghini. Just driving a Lamborghini. Yeah, that's that's more fun than 
all the cumulative fun experiences I've had. You know, in my you life. can. There are places where you can go and pay like two hundred bucks, and they'll let you drive a. Yeah, Lamborghini. right. There are. My brother did it. What? Yeah. You have a brother? <laughs> yes. He drives a Lamborghini now and then. Wow. For two hundred dollars. Um. Yeah. I bet I you think gotta so. put down a. a, a Pretty, uh, a half a million dollar deposit. Yeah. No, they're insured. You know, they won't make you put down a deposit on it. No, but the like if you bang that up, you're in some you're in dire straits, right? Um, I don't know what happens. Cause, could you pay like sixty bucks and be like, All right, I got full collision <laughs> no, on I'm this. I'm just thing. gonna go drive this into I a would, wall. Yeah, because that would be the most fun. <laughs> like I total the Lamborghini. Right, I Those drove a Lamborghini. Safe, yawn, right? But yeah. uh, I, I, I completely flipped it thirty yeah, times. I demolished this thing. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive. Sixty bucks, and I walked away scot free. Yeah, great. And the best thing about that is, like, uh, you can just like, uh, you know, gather it all and carry it back to the the dealership or whatever. Because uh, it's uh, light. Yeah, it's made small. of uh, it's made of uh, plastic, right? No, they're not made of plastic. Huh? You're thinking of Saturns. Yeah, what's Have a Lamborghini? Have you just been excited about driving a Saturn? I mean, they're dependable videos. Uh, the videos. <laughs> Vehicles. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Tom. Yeah. I uh, read a very interesting article. Did you? Yeah. It inspired me. Um, I think it'll make me a better father. Mm-hmm. Um, was it about Justin Bieber? Is this what you're talking about? No, but can I tell you how it's like, where is his mother? Where is his father? Well, they're, they're divorced. That's what that, and that's what like He's a child all the of pundits divorce. are saying. They're like, oh, where? He's 19. He's a man. Yeah, he's a 19-year-old with $300 million. I didn't listen to my mom when I was 19, and I had like thirty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's yeah. nineteen. Like, uh, we we yeah send people to war yeah. when they're uh, that she's old. living in the house that uh, he bought her the the mansion. No, yeah. and uh, you know he's probably like pissed about this, but what are you gonna do? No. Yeah. So anyway, this guy is a better father, <laughs> Tom, and I think we could all learn from him. Okay. I don't know, Tom. Raising a kid, have you ever done it? Mm, no. No. Um, me neither. I've never even had a kid. <laughs> Let alone raised one. Okay. Yeah, it's not like I had one. I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. No, uh, thanks, but no thanks. Please take this back. No, put them in a, 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 um, a, a, a what do you call it? Like a basket and then in the river and it floats down the river. You're thinking of Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. Um, That's how uh, the penguin got got found that is um when peewee herman got rid of him this is a man he wrote a uh what is this quartz is that a publication now i don't know you're the one who sent me this article it's i don't know what QZ. you were dot com i don't know it's this guy francis l thompson tom okay frank thompson no 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 frank, francis frankie l. thompson francis l thompson and it's uh called uh how I made sure all 12 of my kids could pay for college themselves. That's uh, an admirable goal, mm-hmm. right? You're talking about having kids, Tom? I, no, I'm, no, I'm not talking about having kids. If you're talking about having no, kids? I'm not. 
you know, like uh, to pay for college mm-hmm. is going to be like every dime you ever yeah. made in your life. Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays. Yeah. Costs are out of control. Don't have kids. And thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I ruined your whole life. Yeah. Which I did. Um, Man, that's not even related to all the costs of schooling you. No, that was just paying for all the, the Lamborghinis that I got. <laughs> well, lam- now I find... Lambos I flipped. I found out that there were was, there was Saturns. Yeah. So those probably... That was like, what, 16 grand No, yeah, you just pop, the, you just pop uh, the, the doors back out. They're yeah, plastic. That's true. Um, this guy is an engineer at Northrop Grumman Corp. Okay, so he drives trains. Yep. He led the teams that designed the first direct TV satellites and missile defense satellites, as well as ground control for these systems. This guy's like a smart, probably really rich guy. Well, he's definitely uh, really rich. Yeah, I mean, I would hope he's really rich if he uh, designed those things. It's yeah, weird but to me. Direct TV stinks. <laughs> it's weird to me. Yeah, good job uh, developing these satellites that every time it rains, I can't watch friggin' uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Did you ever have DirecTV? Yeah, when I was a kid. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was always trying to watch Nickelodeon, and it was like, oh, sorry. It's, uh, it's, sl- it's partly cloudy outside. <laughs> so <laughs> so your TV just doesn't work. Yeah. Which I, you know, I know it's first world problem, but this guy, you know, part Maybe of my it was, monthly... It was Francis's problem to solve. Satellite TV bill went to him. Yeah. You know? Well, you didn't pay that bill. Um, satellites, like when we were growing up, do you remember people would have, um, gigantic satellites, uh, like 10 foot satellites in their backyard? Yeah. Those people were always weird, right? Well, that was because... Those were people, those were kids whose dad wanted to watch like porn, right? Well... Because like that was the only way way they could get pornography. Well, the way it worked back then was, uh, like when they, when all the TV stations, uh, went national and international and everything... And had to um, bounce their signals around satellites. It was all unencrypted. It was just you know a, a radio wave that they would send up to the satellite and send back. Um, so if you had one of these dishes, you could pick up the same thing that was meant for whoever else, uh, for you know MTV East to send to MTV West or whatever. Um, so you you could just watch the live feeds that were being sent like through a control room so you could see people picking their noses yeah that's pretty much saying curse words but yeah i think there but it was weird because you would have to like tune into a frequency i think but then you'd also have to like point it at the satellites like physically uh you know it'd have to be you know line of sight at the satellite that you were meant to so I don't think it was like you could flip through the channels. I think it was like, well, I can watch three things and now I'm going to have to go outside and like recalibrate this huge parabolic dish. Yeah, but weirdos will do that. Yeah. Weirdos are always willing to recalibrate things. <laughs> and that's true. Like like 70% of a weirdo's time is taken Just up by... recalibrations? Yeah. Um, but then uh, I remember like DirecTV came out and I think they were, I think they were tricking people, or at least they tricked me as like a, you know, nine-year-old boy into thinking it was the same thing, but just a tiny satellite dish, uh, which I guess it kind of was. But you know, they had regular channels. Yeah, Nickelodeon. I'd, li- I'd like to get. I, I think they fixed all that stuff with uh, with uh, the. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm I'm talking about once, this was once like they, 1992. Once they pushed Francis out the door. 
they got all this stuff fixed. He was too busy raising 12 kids to figure out how to make a TV yeah, work in the rain. 12 kids. Well, I'll tell you what, Tim, you, that's not the guy you wanted working on it because it, he, I don't think he even let his kids watch TV. So they probably came to him one day and were like, oh, when it rains, kids can't watch Nickelodeon. He's probably like, good, they shouldn't be watching that garbage anyway. Yeah, but doesn't that suck? Your life's work is facilitating uh, the distribution of stuff that you think is crap. No, but he was probably like, good, it gives them an excuse to recalibrate. Yeah, that's that's the most fun anyway. Yeah. That's, that's what these things are for. Yeah, don't they know that uh, they could just go up onto the roof and recalibrate whenever they're, it's partly cloudy? Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash guide. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. Hey, just keeping up with the news these days is yeah. stressful yeah. enough, oh, geez. let alone the other things you have going on in your life. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life, someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it, and that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash guide. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash guide. Tim, the fall is here. It's upon us. I love it. My favorite season. What are some of your favorite things to do during the fall? Tom, I like being outside with friends in the crisp fall air. Autumn air is what I call it. Well, Tim, if that's what you like, you've got to get yourself a solo stove. I'd, I'm interested in hearing more, Tom. Uh, Tim, they, they, uh, we're sponsored this week by Solo Stove, and they have sent... Uh, I, I've just received my Solo Stove. I've not had a chance to use it yet. This thing looks, feels incredible, though. It's a fire pit. It's a portable fire pit. So you can. Uh, I'm on record saying how much I love fire pits, Tom. Yeah, well, I'm so excited for this. You can up upgrade your backyard with a solar stove fire pit, Tim. That is a huge upgrade. You go from having a, a backyard with nothing to a backyard with a solo stove fire pit. You can enjoy the warm ambiance, the mesmerizing flames, and the opportunities to create more good moments and lasting memories. It is weird. Like there's nothing more fun than just staring at a fire. <laughs> It's it's literally my favorite thing to do. Yeah, like there's just something very primitive within us that just likes looking at a fire. Uh, hey, get off your phone, uh, stare at a fire for a bit. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and you know you don't have to do it just by yourself. You can uh, make time with your friends and family, and that time will be richer with a solo stove fire pit. 
They are brilliantly engineered and beautifully crafted, made with premium grade 304 stainless steel and a patented 360 degree airflow system that maximizes efficiency while minimizing smoke. Easy to light with just a few bits of starter, your fire is blazing in minutes. Perfectly portable, take solo stove with you on camping trips and more. I already have mine in uh, uh, in the uh, the carrying case. Yeah, you're ready to go. I'm ready to go anytime. Hey, invite me to your backyard. I'll bring the fire pit. Get the perfect fire That goes for anybody listening. Yeah, exactly. Get the perfect fire pit for those fall nights and make your backyard a destination with a spectacular fire pit from Solo Stove. Shop the fall event now and get an extra $10 off when you use promo code GUIDE at checkout. They're so uh, confident that you'll love it. They offer a lifetime warranty, lifetime, and a 30-day free return policy. Just go to solostove.com and remember you get $10 off when you use promo code GUIDE. This episode is sponsored by Upstart. What would you do if you didn't have high interest loans or credit card debt? With Upstart, you can pay off your existing debt quickly and easily and start living your life. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whoa, no going to a bank. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash guide. That's upstart.com slash guide. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash guide. My wife and I had 12 children over the course of 15 and a half years. That poor woman. Yeah. Tim, you know how long it takes to have a baby? Seven months. No, nine months. Oh, like the movie with uh, Hugh Grant. Yeah, that's what that movie was about. How many months it takes to have a baby? Nine. So out of 15 and a half years, you said? Yeah. And 12. I can't do the math to figure out how many months of that she She was pregnant for 15 years, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's what? Like, Like you get a two month break from being pregnant. That's not a. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it would be what? Probably like a four or five month break on average when you do the math. Yeah. Tom, have you ever been pregnant? No. Tim, once again, you're confused. Just like you confuse your life with Waterworld, and I have to remind you all the time, you always confuse my life with Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle, Junior. Right. Which is not... You were, you were not the... I was not the protagonist. Inspiration for or, the Or the inspiration, film. no. I was really hoping, because like Danny DeVito in that movie would have been me, right? The sidekick that like put the serum in you. The baby? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he he got he got how did how did he get pregnant in that? I don't know. Danny DeVito got him pregnant though. No, but not like that. Well, no, he like shot shot him with a shot or something, right? 
I don't know. I, I think it's the one Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I haven't seen. You haven't seen every single Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I think I have. have, I, haven't, Whoa, hold I, haven't on. I haven't seen Last Stand yet, but it's on Netflix. You so are going to watch that. Crazy. What? They're great movies. No, they're not. It's a prank video where he plays Howard at the gym. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, I know it's funny to be like, oh, yeah, uh, he's funny and all that. But you haven't seen all these movies. These movies Name stink. a movie. I'll tell you if I've seen it. Uh, Total Recall. Seen it. Hold on. Predator. Sorry. Seen it. Terminator. Seen it. Terminator 2 on my list. Hercules in New York. Yeah, that's one where they dubbed his voiceover. Yeah, he's uh, Arnold Strong, Mr. <laughs> Universe in that. Yeah, because they were like, how do you spell your laugh? Forget it, Strong. Uh, TV movie doesn't count, right? No. Let me, let me start at uh, uh, The Villain. He plays Handsome Stranger. I'm talking about starring roles here. Scavenger Hunt. He plays Lars. What year was that? That was 79. All right, here, yeah, here we go. Come on. Here we go. Starting 82. Yeah. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, of course. And Conan the Destroyer. Yep. Have you seen, am I pronouncing this right, The Terminator? Yeah. Okay. Red Sonja? Red Sonja, yeah. Sonja? Commando? Uh-huh. You played John Matrix in that? Yeah. The Commando's hey. awesome. Uh, 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 Alicia Milano. Uh, Alyssa, Milano. Alyssa Milano. She uh, plays his daughter. Cool. They kidnap her. She also played Tony Danza's daughter. Yeah. Who would you rather have as a dad, real quick? <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why? He'd break your mom's heart. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, but you should have seen what he did to get his daughter back. You should have seen what Tony Danza did to give his daughter a good life. That's that's what... He had to deal with Mona, who was always trying to kiss him, mm-hmm. and Angela... Who really was too big for her britches. But in Commando, he told this guy, Sully, that he liked him. And because he liked him, he was going to kill him last. But then he didn't. And uh, when he reminds him that uh, he had told him he was going to kill him last, and the guy, uh, Sully, says, yes, I do remember. He tells him, I lied. And then he drops him into, uh, you know, like off a cliff. Well, so he did kill him last. No, he still had more people left to kill. Oh, I see. The first guy, I think he killed. Well, that was out of necessity then, right? Yeah. Because he he saw he had the opportunity (laughs) to kill this guy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, crap, but I can't go back on my word unless. (laughs) Unless. Yeah, I look like a badass. He he also snapped a guy's uh, neck on the plane, and then he told the stewardess not to uh, bother him because his friend was dead tired. Oh, that's good. Um, what was Raw Deal about, Tom? It was about they gave him the Raw Deal, so he decided he was going to give them the Raw Deal. Why did he play two roles in it? Oh, I don't remember. You don't. You never saw. I Raw saw Deal. Raw Deal. Name it one other person good. in Raw Deal. Isn't that the one with uh, John uh, Jim Belushi? John Belushi. Nope. Jim Belushi. Nope. There is nobody of note in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a very good movie. I don't think the movie you saw was it. kind of a raw deal. I don't. Th- I don't think you saw. I've it. seen Raw Deal. Um, I just think it's an odd lie that you just made up. <laughs> Predator, Running Man, Red Heat. You've never seen Red. I've Heat. seen Red Heat. What's that about? It's bad. It's so hot. I don't remember. Like a lot of them are garbage, but I've seen them. That's the one with Jim Belushi. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen? I know this isn't very interesting. <laughs> I just think it's such an no, asinine. I'm not, I'm not recording. 
Okay. Uh, good. Um, because oh, he's got some clunkers, man. Wait, he played uh himself and Dave. Yeah, probably like a cameo. Kindergarten cop. And that was when he was first building up the idea that you know. I was be in this movie, Dave, and then people think oh, I could see this man in politics. You so you didn't see you've seen Eraser, yeah, with uh, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa what's her Williams? name? Yeah, 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 yes, Eraser Jingle All the Way. I watched that the other night, it <laughs> <laughs> holds up, yeah, Sinbad. End of Days was the worst, the sixth day, yeah, he's the cloned. Collateral damage. The rundown you didn't watch. Yeah, I haven't seen the rundown. Around the world in eighty days, you didn't watch that crap. No, I want to see that. But he's he's like barely in that. The kid and I. I don't think I saw that. Oh, that's the one with Bruce Willis or something, right? No, you're thinking of the Tom kid. Arnold. Tom Arnold. It's like a documentary or something. Oh. I I don't know. All right, okay. <laughs> Look. How'd this even come up? Um Oh, we were talking about uh, how you think you get my life confused with Junior. Yeah, which is a movie that you haven't even seen. Yeah, I haven't seen Junior. So how do you know? We should watch Junior. All right. Next week, we should do the episode about Junior. Sure. Okay. Uh, this guy was all like... Uh, now you're talking about Francis L. Yeah. Thompson, again. Yeah. The man who raised 12... The man who <laughs> kept getting his wife pregnant. <laughs> man... That's a long time to be pregnant, 15 years. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, look, I'm not judging anybody's life decisions. No, but that's got to be hard. Like, I don't. Yeah, don't you think when she gets like a three-month break, she's like, oh, man, this is great. And then she's like, ah, crap, this again. Her default, like, uh, way she was was being pregnant. Yeah. That's got to be very difficult. Good for her, though. Yeah. I don't envy getting pregnant. I don't envy anybody who's ever gotten pregnant. Um, so anyway, this guy... Uh, uh, Francis L. Thompson. Yeah. Um, I share with you the things that we did, but first let me tell you the results. This is how they, they raise their children. Mm-hmm. Well, um, he's an engineer. Timmy is a results-based man. All 12 of my children have college degrees or are in school. And we as parents did not pay for it. Most have graduate degrees. Those who are married have wonderful spouses with the same ethics and college degrees, too. We have 18 grandchildren who are learning the same things that our kids learned. Self-respect, gratitude, and a desire to give back to society. That's great. (laughs) But... (laughs) I feel like it's undermined by him, like, going on the internet and bragging about it. Yeah. Right? Or am I, is this sour grapes? Um, no. Because, like, in order for me to catch up, I need to go back in time 10 years and start and get a girl pregnant immediately. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, it is kind of, I mean, it, uh, this article, sorry, uh, it it does kind of come off as, uh, not bragging, but like, listen. I'll tell you how you you raise kids. This is how, because everybody else is doing it wrong. Yeah, which is fine. Like, you're allowed to, to I mean, I don't even think it's everybody Sounds else. Sounds like his that. dad didn't teach him humility. Exactly. 
Um, so the kids. Had I bet he'd punch me in the face for uh, <laughs> speaking ill of his father. Yeah, and uh, probably would be right to do so. Yeah, whatever. He's yeah, speak old about man. somebody's father. Yeah, I'm, I just did it. Come and get me. Come at me, Frankie. Francis L. Thompson. Um, kids had to perform chores from age three. A three-year-old does not clean toilets very well, but by the time <laughs> he's four, he does a reasonably good job. You know what? That's. You know what? I don't. Uh, I had to learn how to clean things up. God, my mother, God bless her, mm-hmm. would clean everything. And my dad. Love too. a three-year-old does not clean toilets well. Yeah, but it's not hard to clean a toilet. No. But the other thing is, did you clean a toilet before you went to college? You had no, no idea. No. Like you always assume that's a daunting task. Right I did there. not. It's I didn't gross. even. Well, I didn't. I never had my own toilet in college, so I certainly wasn't cleaning the public toilets. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and I was roommates with you for a few years, and you never cleaned the toilet. Have you ever cleaned a toilet? Yeah, I clean toilets. I don't think that's true. I, I don't do. think you've ever cleaned a toilet. Tim, I've got uh, two thousand flushes right now. Yeah, but you you yeah, it's a you, tablet you, you put in it cleans the toilet. You flush two thousand times in a weekend, Tom. Yeah, you're in there all the time. Well, that's how I kick back and relax. I know, but I mean, are you switching that out every few days? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got I've a got sick like a uh, whole... two thousand flushes uh, habit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I will say this: if. You know, uh, you could criticize this guy saying, uh, yeah, having a three-year-old clean the toilet. But it's not like you're having a three-year-old clean the toilet at, at the public restroom in Central Park. If a toilet is frequently cleaned... Guess what? Twelve kids, though. You got a family oh, of 14 geez, in there? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Actually, yeah. I didn't think about that. I was just saying, like, oh, if you clean the toilet once a week, it's not going to be that bad. But I'm forgetting about the volume Maybe of it's every day. But the other thing is, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying that's a good that thing. That poor last kid... That poor youngest kid, three years old, he's cleaning up after you know fourteen or thirteen other people. Yeah, yeah the kid must have been cleaning toilets full time. This kid probably uh, has been in shock <laughs> since he was three years old. Yeah, that's normal. Uh, they got allowances based on how they did the chores for the week, so it was performance based. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the children wash their own clothes by the time they turned eight. We assigned them a wash day. I had to wash my own clothes. I never had to wash my own clothes. You never had to do anything. I, did you? I did it once what in a did while, you have to do but I'd always, wise? I'd always ruin it. Really? Yeah. I'd always have to garden for chores, which I hated. Ugh. And and <laughs> did it ever yield anything? Like, was it ever like we're eating the cucumbers? That oh yeah, yeah, Oh really? I mean, we had like a pretty big vegetable garden. But um, oh, my, that's cool. But my thing was always um, that uh, I would always argue my parents that uh, this was like their hobby. Why were they making me be involved in it? I was like, you do this. You don't have to do this. You do this as a hobby. Maybe they're I don't doomsday do it. preppers. No, because like I never got to do to subsist on on your own. No, because I never got to do any of the fun stuff. I, all I, all I had, I had to weed. They would yeah. make me weed. Yeah, because if you I had a kid, to, wouldn't like, you be like, "Hey, do the most annoying thing," yeah. and it's it, it takes the least amount of brain power. Yeah. Well, and in their defense, uh, I remember sometimes we'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna pick the vegetables." I just come in with all you know, <laughs> unripe vegetables, yeah. and be like, "Oh, you ruined everything." You ruined like you it. always do. Make you sleep in the doghouse. Make me sleep literally in the doghouse. Uh, when they started reading, 
They had to make dinner by reading a recipe. They also had to learn to double a recipe. That's good. And they're certainly doubling and tripling recipes, I'm mm-hmm. sure, in this house. Yeah. I would uh, cook dinner sometimes. My brother would cook dinner sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I never, like, That's like beyond a like a pizza thing. bagel or something. <laughs> yeah. Or a bobbly pizza. Do you remember bobbly pizza, Tom? Oh, yeah. They don't make those anymore, do they? I don't know. I'm jonesing for some bobbly right now, yeah. though, I'll tell you that much. Well, what was, that was just, uh, it was like a, just a pizza crust. Yeah, but then you could buy the bobbly branded sauce. Because <laughs> what I would always do is I would uh, buy the, the spaghetti sauce. Oh, you. It's like uh, amateur hour or yeah. something. Like, it'd be like, why is this watery, runny sauce ruining this pizza? Because I bought the wrong thing. But I didn't learn. I didn't learn. You know what I don't like? Um... Once in a while, I'll make a pizza, um, and the the supermarket near me sells uh, like pretty good locally made uh, frozen uh, pizza dough. But it's New York pizza dough, and you can go to most pizza places and they'll sell you dough. Uh, did you know that? I did not know that. Insider tip, Tim: You go to a pizza place and you say, "Hey, you, you sell me some dough," and uh, and they'll be like, "Good with this rotten dough that yeah. uh, we can't use. We'll get rid of this." No, they'll sell you dough for like a, a buck or two. Really? Yeah. But you don't have a pizza oven, so that's... You. Doesn't matter. You got a regular oven. You ever uh, think about getting maybe a pizza stone? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I've thought about it. They're too expensive, right? They're pretty expensive. You know what we should go on Shark Tank for? <laughs> Cheap pizza stone? Yeah. Just made like, out of regular rocks. Yeah. Pizza stones for the masses. Yeah. It's made out of concrete. Yeah. How do we do it? Volume. Yeah. Um, and, and make them out of concrete. Just make them very poorly, very poorly made pizza stones. I saw on the internet some places selling now, uh, you know, maybe like a, uh, a Hamaker Schlemmer, you know, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, outdoor pizza oven. Okay. If I had a house, I'd have an outdoor pizza oven. I'd be out there cooking pizza. If you night. had a house, if you had the means, Tom, uh-huh. you would have the most grotesque mess of a house however i would love to come over for a party yeah like you'd I'd have be outside so many guys like pizzas, if you were bieber arcade you, machine yeah i wish i wish you ball. had bieber's money because yeah. me if i had bieber's money I, i'd try to go all like high class with it uh-huh. and like fail because yeah. i'm just a poser right yeah, like i'd buy like people smell that, the new money on exactly. you exactly like, oh you, they'd smell the new money on you too, but also it's just like but you'd I'd be, be using unashamed. it on new stuff. Yeah, and you'd be like outdoor pizza oven. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have a pizza chef making all the pizzas, one of those, throwing uh, them up in the air. Floors in the bathroom that's hot. Yeah, so you don't have to walk on a cold floor. Pac Man. You can make those yourself. Not legally. Yeah, you can. You can. I can't. But, I mean, you can do it. Yeah, like, a lot of people can do a lot of things. Yeah, those aren't even that fancy anymore. I remember when Bill Gates had a heated driveway. That was, like, the biggest thing. Like, this guy's so rich, he has a heated driveway. And then it came out that uh, a lot of people in the area had heated driveways because it wasn't that expensive to do. How expensive is it for a heated driveway? Can Uh, I get one? You don't. If I had a house? (laughs) Yeah. Because if you think about it, it's not... It's, you know, running some pipes under concrete That's that true. heat up. And and they said, like, a lot of people have them because it's, it's expensive. It's a luxury, but it's not that expensive. And if you I mean, a- that is kind of a thing. Like, your driveway gets better treatment than 
many people have in their homes, but that's with everything. Yeah, exactly. You can't. It, I'm not going to apologize for being extraordinarily wealthy, Tom. If that's what you're trying to get me to do. Well, and it, it's not. It's not uh, to you know make your driveway really nice. It's uh, so you don't have to shovel snow. Yeah, exactly. Just melts away. I get it, but along, that's, that makes along, your driveway very nice, Tom. Along with your cares. Melt your cares away. Mm-hmm. Heated driveway. Um, that's our Shark Tank pitch. Uh, you were, you, oh, anyway, I was going to say, so I buy uh, pizza dough sometimes. Um, you go to the pizza place and buy pizza no, dough? No, I've oh. done it in the past, but there's... No, you haven't. I have. You're lying to me. I'm not lying to you. Tom, that's such a weird... You're lying. You're making up <laughs> such weird lies today. I'm telling you, I've seen every old Schwarzenegger movie and that I've bought pizza dough. Yeah. Those aren't weird lies. Those aren't extravagant have lies. Have you done... Uh, have you bought pizza dough in the last five years? Yes. Bullshit, because you would have talked about it on this program. Tom. No, I think you, I have talked about it. Maybe you have. Maybe that's how I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Um... But anyway, I don't go through that trouble now because they sell uh, frozen pizza. I don't make pizzas that often. I just order them. Um, but uh, they sell frozen pizza dough. It's pretty good. But uh, I'm very disappointed with their selection of pizza sauces. Yeah. They've only got two. What, at the supermarket? Yeah. Okay. They're both ragu. One is... Uh, better than Prego. Prego is so depressing. <laughs> one is uh, pizza sauce. And the other one is uh, home style pizza sauce. Yeah, what do you what are you looking What's for? What's the difference? I I've looked at both of these things over and over. I cannot figure out what the difference between really? the two is. Yeah. Oh well, we'll we'll get to the bottom of it. It's probably like <laughs> garlic or something. But which one? Uh, just call it pizza sauce with garlic, and then that's the one I'll buy. Well, and I feel like home style pizza sauce. It's like, well, no, I'm trying to get. As close to uh, you know a pizzeria pizza as possible here. I don't want a home pizza. I'm already making a home. It's gonna taste like a home pizza no matter how hard I try. What? I don't need the pizza sauce setting me back even further. Look, man, here. I'm gonna go to the pizza place and see if they'll sell me all the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> you should. While you're there, you should see. Because uh, hey, can you just throw this in the oven for a few <laughs> minutes for me. Yeah. Tell you what. While you're back there. I uh, know I'll I'll handle the throwing it in the air. Thank you very much. That's all you want to do. Yeah, and um, then sing a sing a fake Italian song while I'm doing it. The boys and girls had to learn how to sew. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't I know how to, how to sew. sew. Like I know how to sew. I don't know how to end it. Yeah, you know. So what? Good one. Sew buttons. You got me there. I don't know what to do at the end. Like tying it off always results in like a huge messy. You gotta like loop it around and stuff. I understand. (laughs) I know in I know theoretically how it works. Yeah, but I can't make it work in practice. Okay. So, uh, no, it's a good skill to know, especially nowadays. People throw clothes out once they're uh, once they got a hole in them. Sew that hole right up. Education was very important. And then they family. go to a store and they spend a lot of money on clothes that look uh, distressed. Kids. I bet me and Francis could talk about this. I yeah. bet he's got a lot of opinions by, about uh, it. jeans with the holes already ripped in them. Yeah. The heck? Yeah. Sew them up. Uh, what else is it? What was the next one? Study time, Tom. Education was very important in our family. Mm. Oh, really, Francis? <laughs> <laughs> we had study- You're aware this isn't Francis from uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, right? <laughs> 
the only way I could be angrier at this man. No, you know what? I can't tell if I'm angry at him or not. We had study time from 6 to 8 p.m. every weekday. No television, no computer, games, or other activities until two hours were up. They had no homework. They they read books. For those too young to be in school, we had someone read books to them. After the two hours, they could do whatever they wanted as long as they were in by curfew. Even murder? I guess so, but Francis raised them with such great ethics that they didn't even murder. Oh, look at me. My my kid didn't murder anybody. He's oh. allowed to. <laughs> oh, Francis, great. Your kid isn't a murderer. Um, Rub it in our faces. I feel like that is... Uh, this is the most fair rule ever. Well, but I also feel like, yeah, that he's he's making this out like it's a big revolutionary thing. Um, I think that that's just kind of what happens anyway. That nah, like, didn't happen to me. What? I didn't have like time restraints or whatever, but it, you know, most of the time you would have that much, especially when you get older. Like I would you have not have hours stood of- for this. I would have. <laughs> I would have rebelled if my parents tried to impose this on me. Right. I would that's have been the I'm biggest s- piece of garbage. Like you gotta get, like Francis is smart. Because mm-hmm. he had all this like figured out. He had some sort of weird master plan for his kids. Mm-hmm. So like he indoctrinated them like upon birth, right? Because unless you do that, mm-hmm. like if you have like a, a nine year old and you're like, hey, you know what? I was thinking for two hours every night, uh, you know, like when the best reruns, when the best syndicated TV shows are on, <laughs> uh, you can't do anything. You just got to sit there and read or like do your math homework. The kid will be like, go to hell. And then yeah. they they revolt. They slash your tires, mm-hmm. and maybe they slash your face if they're yeah. in a gang. Yeah, and a lot of nine year olds nowadays are. I don't know. Um, yeah, I accidentally engaged Siri. Sorry, <laughs> you got engaged to Siri. You can't have children with her, Tim. You've been uh, you've been watching too much of that uh, that movie. Her, Ugh. it's not a uh, real life, buddy. All the kids were required to take every advanced placement class there was. We did not let entrance scores be an impediment. We went to the school and demanded our kids be let in. Then we as parents spent the time to ensure they had the understanding to pass the class. After the first child, the school learned that we kept our promise that the kids could handle <laughs> we the game. pain in the ass. And... Yeah, exactly. Like, this is the one that I really take. Well, this one I don't get. If you're so good at raising your kids, how come they couldn't get in? How come they didn't you know do well enough on the entrance Clunkers. test? He's <laughs> got a bunch of clunker kids. No, no. You got 12 kids. A couple of them are going to be clunkers. But now. he's saying the first one was a clunker. No, no, no. After the first child that they went and. Oh, so yeah. I mean, the he first, didn't... after the first clunker. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily the first kid. No. But I'm just saying like. Or maybe it would make sense as the first kid because every subsequent kid could be tutored by a child who had already taken the class. No, we're and just given the answers. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, crib sheets. Crib sheets. <laughs> um, maybe he's just uh, raising some really good cheaters. Maybe. You ever think of that, Francis? Yeah. Maybe they're cheats and liars. <laughs> <laughs> maybe these twelve kids, their whole life, have just been pulling a big scam on you and your wife. Yeah. <laughs> the oldest kid, you know, they the ringleader. They, yeah, the ringleader. He's been he's been running the show the whole time. You know, he's like, oh, here's the book to read, Little Ones, and inside, Playboy magazines. Exactly. That's probably what they're reading, Playboys. Or a portable DVD player. Uh, If children would come home and say that a teacher hated them or was not fair, our response was that you need to find a way to get along. 
what if the teacher hated them because um, they hated their parents? I mean, that was probably it. <laughs> but also, like, I think that's a good response to a kid. Like, yeah. Oh, yep. Sucks, right? And then uh, we would not enable children to, quote, blame the teacher for not learning, put the responsibility for learning material back on the child. Yeah. But then you don't teach kids to do things out of spite. You need to find a w- What? <laughs> Spite's the strongest motivator of them all. Oh, yeah. That's a... I, Tom, I have not accomplished much in this life uh, yet. <laughs> but the things you have. Spite. Yep. Spite or uh, anxiety. Yep. Same here. Two biggest motivators. Mm-hmm. Um, and Francis is not <laughs> instilling either of these values <laughs> in there. No. I know. He expects these kids to grow up uh, good and normal if uh, they're not uh, doing things that have anxiety <laughs> and spite. All right. Uh, we're running out of time, so uh, oh, we're going we're gonna to blow through these. Um. What would Francis say? Picky eaters. My not children allowed. always finish their podcasts on time. Oh, I can't. I can't live to the standard <laughs> that Francis is setting. They uh, put out five episodes a week. We wanted a balanced diet, but hated it. And when they always we were have young. time to solve problems at the end. And parents made us eat all our food. Sometimes we were full and just did not want to eat anymore. One, our rule was to give the kids the food they hated most first usually vegetables, mm-hmm. and then they got the next type of food. They did not have to eat it and could leave the table. If later they complained they were hungry, we would get out that food that they did not want to eat, warm it up in the microwave, and provide it to them. Again, they did not have to eat it, but they got no other food until the next meal unless they ate it. Until the next meal unless they ate it. That, to me, like, that makes sense. Like, this guy's an engineer, and he's like, yep, no. this is the, the most... Fi- 12 kids, let's say six of these kids opt, no, like two of them opt after the vegetables, I've had it. I yeah. don't want anything else. So, all right, but- uh, but uh, Not his problem, his pregnant wife's problem. Exactly, and so she has to keep track, all right, this is Johnny and Jane's yeah. uh, meal. All right, put that in the refrigerator. After the second, after the meat, uh, yeah. uh, two more. You go, I mean, it's in the, theoretically, this seems like a good idea. But it's also, a like, lot of work. That's you just tell like, the kid when that's I not was, how humans eat meals either. No. <laughs> like, the, here's your first course: peas. When I was a kid, my parents would have the same thing. I'd have to eat everything, but they wouldn't go through all this bullshit. They'd be like, "You have to eat everything on your plate, or else you can't get up." Can't argue with results, though. They are thin, athletic, and very healthy. With twelve kids, you would think that at least one would have some food allergies or or food special needs, but they don't. And then in parentheses. I am not a doctor. So he's basically saying if your kid's got like a nut allergy, it's because you're a worse parent than me. Yeah. That's, yeah. Try having more kids and be a weirdo, and then maybe your kid <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have them, a terrible allergy. Make make them eat foods one at a time. Yeah. Uh, no, my parents would I, would, I would have to sit there until I finished everything. Yeah. That, and that's simple enough. Yeah. Uh, that's so much more complicated and so much more catering to the kid when it's like, because what I, the, the way I was raised was a, I always like eating the worst thing first. Yeah. I like to save the best for last. Um, but, uh, the way I was raised was, all right, well you have to like either clear your plate or eat enough that, you know, we're satisfied. This is like catering way more. Like, because if I were if I were one of those kid, kids, I would start fucking with them. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm hungry. Make them heat up. Mm. I don't want it. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I believe... Put I it was, away. I was taught, uh. like, 
hey, your mom and your dad's time is valuable. Yeah, exactly. They're going to make dinner because we all have to eat. Yeah. And eat it um, and don't be a jerk about it. But if you don't eat it, yeah, like, uh, okay, fine. Like, there's only so much begging for you to uh, provide nutrients for your body (laughs) that we're going to do. And then, like, guess what? You you lost your chance. Yeah, you're not going to starve overnight. Yeah. And it's not like... Oh, but if you come back, um, like no, my yeah. mom had shit to do. My mom had yeah. a, was grading papers. She was a teacher, right? Yeah. Uh, my dad was uh was uh inventing uh, <laughs> uh Dish Network TV. <laughs> really? Yeah, he yeah. was. Oh wow, he was Francis uh, Thompson's you know main what? competitor. I should have disclosed that at the beginning. Wow, of this, yeah. Cause, I like, mean, I, I feel like that biased. might cause your judgment. Yeah. Um. All I know is uh, when it was raining out, I could watch Nickelodeon with Dish Network. Uh, that's so. That was the the impetus for him to invent it. He wasn't an inventor or an engineer before, but he's like, I've had it. You know, my son needs to watch uh, Rugrats. Yeah, he, he went down to his workbench and said, "Don't bother me until yeah. I'm done." Yeah, I can't be sorry. I can't heat up some food in, uh, in yeah. the microwave for you every ten minutes when you. Uh, deem it's time for uh for you to eat yeah when you've changed your mind uh it sounds like he's not teaching his kids that uh uh decisions have consequences all right there's a lot more tom i just want to get through this last one okay. because i think it might be a lie all right <laughs> this is under the heading of independence uh when the kids turned 16 they got their own country we bought each a car all right the first one learned what that's that better meant. than i got yeah as the tow truck pulled a new, uh, pulled a once quote new car into the driveway, my oldest proclaimed, "Dad, it's a wreck." I said, "Yes, but a 19- There's a body inside of it. <laughs> you dredged this up from the bottom of a lake. <laughs> yes, but a 1965 Mustang fastback wreck. Here are the repair manuals. Tools are in the garage. I will pay for every part, but will not pay for labor." 11 months later, the car had a rebuilt engine, rebuilt transmission, newly upholstered interior, a new suspension system, and a new coat of paint. My daughter, yes, it was my daughter, had one of the hottest cars at high school, and her pride that she built it was beyond imaginable. As a side note, none of my kids ever got a ticket for speeding, even though no car had less than 450 horsepower. All right, besides that little F-U at the end, like... Yeah. Um, horse shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's like so. He's saying he always bought them like nice, older, but uh, and you know uh, wrecks or whatever, quote unquote. But uh, it sounds like he's always buying them muscle cars. Yeah, right. Uh, four four hundred and fifty horsepower every mm-hmm. car had. Yeah. So this was obviously he likes cars, and that's why he was like, "No, I'm gonna buy you." You know, like me and you, when we were teenagers and we got cars, like uh, uh, we got clunkers, you know? Yeah. You got like a an old sedan. And it's like, well, you know, if uh, you need to fix it, I don't know what, what you're going to do. Just drive like, it into be, the ground. It'd be really cool. And I can see this guy, an engineer, like, no, you're going to learn how this works. And yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. But like. When were these kids doing? Oh, earlier they had to play a sport and do a different extracurricular activity. Mm-hmm. And, and was, two hours of study time. Yeah. Yeah. When were and they? Uh, community service. Mm-hmm. Um, when did this girl build this car? Uh, and chores. 
Yeah. And uh, it, it sounds like it took him all three hours to eat dinner. <laughs> well, it's just, it's unreasonable that, because um, then he talks about how a kid put oil in the radiator. Yeah. But guess what? He's such a good dad. He's just like, well, fix it. I'm not mad at you. And that's that's admirable. That's nice. Like, uh, don't don't get mad at a kid for being, you know, f- not for being stupid for doing. He didn't know, um, which I like. But you're telling me this kid didn't know not to put oil in the radiator, but he built this fucking car all by himself. Give me a break. No way. No way. Because you've got to. <laughs> that's anyone who builds these cars and works on these cars. Like, that's a big hobby. To do yeah. that kind of stuff. It just asked him the tool man Taylor. You remember how long oh, he was he working, working on, on that hot rod? rod forever. Yeah, like through like seven seasons of that show. Yeah. JTT grew from like a little uh, kid into uh, a heartthrob. You can't just. In the time that uh, <laughs> Tim the tool man Taylor was working on his hot rod. You can't just hand him a repair manual. It's not like a, a a fucking IKEA instructions where it explains. It's like, oh, no, here's a repair manual meant for a trained mechanic, yeah, uh, who already is familiar with how all these tools work, how every part of a car works. See, here's how to repair this specific type of radiator. See, this or whatever. calls into question the entire article. Yeah, now. you know, he 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 flew too close to the sun, my friend. Yeah, there's uh, wings of wax. Yeah. I'm crashing to the ground. Plus, you know, that that kid complained. That sounds like a shitty kid. Sounds like these kids weren't that great. No, these kids are... Got, <laughs> but they never got a speeding ticket. Because if that first kid was like, Dad, it's a wreck. Like, if uh, if if when I was 16, my dad was like, Hey, we got this, uh, you know, 65 Mustang, and uh, we're going to rebuild it together. I'd be like, oh, awesome. Like, because every other kid I know... Uh, Driving a Geo Metro. Yeah, just has, you know, some crappy hand-me-down, if they have anything. But, like, oh, I'm going to, like, oh, this is work, but, like, it's cool guy work. Yeah. You know? Uh, Like, he's got a kid complaining about it. Look, ideally, look, this seems like something, yeah, it probably would produce a cool kid. Like, all the stuff in this article, and we'll post a link to this article. Mm -hmm. But it also seems to make for insufferable dads. Yeah. Right. Well, and I was going to say, uh, I'd like to talk to uh, some people who went to school with these kids because I bet they were the weird kids. Because I think also when you get a family that's that big, um, it's like, uh, I've got enough siblings to keep track of. I'm not going to make friends. Right. <laughs> like, uh, Which is fine. I, I don't think that's... Yeah, uh, but those are weird kids. Not really. My brother's my best friend. You know what? If you have twelve <laughs> kids, if you have t- if you have eleven brothers and sisters, my mom's my best friend. Well, that's weird. <laughs> that's that's the problem with this Bieber stuff. Yeah. It's a bunch of grown-ups trying to act like they're hip and with it, like a, like the cool mom. Yeah, and it's like the head of CNN cannot be the cool mom. Jeff Zucker cannot be the cool dad who knows about Justin Bieber, right? Yeah. He's be like, no, you have to report on Syria, sir. Like th- <laughs> this is, this is what you have to do. Yeah. Um. Th- 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 well, they there. I saw there. I didn't watch it, but I saw there was a video where I guess CNN was like interviewing a congresswoman. No, no, it was MSNBC. It's oh, Andrew and Mitchell. They, they cut yeah. in. Yeah. And like cut off a congresswoman. Like, wait, up, oh, stop talking about something that affects our country. And it was the NSA stuff. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh. 
We'll post a link to These that article. These kids nowadays and look, on CNN and MSNBC. What it basically comes down to, Tom, mm-hmm. it's really easy to raise a kid. Yeah, no How brainer. How hard could it be? Yeah. Jesus. Just teach them uh, spite and anxiety at an early age, and the rest takes care of itself. Yeah, and, you know, the Biebers of the world will be their role models. Yeah, and hey, I raised this dog, and it's climbing inside a pillow now. It knows. It knows how to entertain itself. in that pillow, Tom. Nah, it's climbing inside the pillow. All right. And I'm going to raise kids one day. They're going to learn the same thing. How to entertain themselves. With just a pillow. With just a pillow. Climb inside the pillow, kid. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, that's all the time we got. Yeah, if you like the show, you can go to tcgte.com. Find out more. You can go to facebook.com slash complete guide and like us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me at Tom Reynolds. Follow us. You can follow me. Us being <laughs> the royal us, the royal us <laughs> at your pal Tim. Uh, and uh, uh, if you're doing your shopping, tcgt.com slash Amazon and do it through there. Yeah, and we got t shirts and all stuff. Oh, yeah, t shirts. Oh, and uh, and we're, we're coming to London, we announced. And yeah. people have been asking, well, people ask because we posted this before we. Uh, before people have listened to the episode, I think, and they're like, oh, where else are you coming? We're working on other cities. No new cities from last year, and last year was Dublin, Edinburgh, Manchester, London. Right. I don't think any new cities. Here's don't get all hot and bothered about new cities, let's but just we're going to try and... say, we're trying to get to all of those We're cities. trying to get back to all of those, yeah. Right, but, but we're, that's, that's, that's the... That's our scope right now. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, come to this city. It's only an hour away. Well, no, we're not going to do that because it's only an hour away. You're an hour away. Come to the, <laughs> to the oh, show that's, that's we announced. That's a shitty way to put it, Tom. Well, that's the way I'm going to put it, Tim. Well, if you're an I'm hour away raise, from one of these cities, I'm odds trying, are you and your friend will be the only one in the audience if we come to that city. Tim, so. I'm trying to raise our, our, our listeners here to be responsible and independent. They're, you're just gonna make them spiteful and 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 anxiety prone. Man, that works too. Does. Tim, either way, they'll thank me. Build your own car. And I'll, drive I'll it buy to the you show. the I'll buy you the wreck. And I'll buy all the parts, mm-hmm. but I'm not paying for labor. I'll pay for labor. Oh, you'll kick in for yeah. labor, Tim. We're gonna take a bath on these shows, buying all these people cars just because they they live an hour or two away. I was okay. gonna suggest they just take a train. Uh, yeah, tra- or, I or forgot a about bus. trains. Or a drive bus. or drive a car. That we N- not that we mm. like. Maybe they already had one. Helicopters too expensive. How do you know? Maybe Richie Rich. Maybe uh, he's a fan. It's a, a not a real uh, modern day Richie Rich. I know <laughs> Richie Rich is a is a is a man from the past, a boy <laughs> from the past. Maybe the grown up Richie Rich, Richard Rich. <laughs> sure, Dick Rich. Uh, that's all the time we have for this week. See you next week. That was a headgum podcast.